Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is the 8th of February. It is a Monday morning, the start of a week. All these weeks, right? I feel like a year goes by by Friday and Saturday. We have gone through so much and continue to do so. But we are learning how far we have come and how strong our coping mechanisms are. I mean, there is a lot swirling around in our lives individually and then collectively, and then we have our communities and we have our cities. And normally, we can just let our community and our city, that business, just be there, and we're not paying that much attention and we're busy with our work. But since last year, we are intertwined in all the stuff that's going on at once. We are affected. We think about it. We start putting in perspective, okay, what should I be dealing with today? And we've learned to prioritize. People have discovered new talents. Old things kind of went by the wayside and things that we need start surfacing because we have learned to work through our issues without being saved. Because the places that were designed to help keep us running forward just didn't do it. And the people rose. And we took each community and created working systems on trying to keep our families and our businesses afloat. And at the end of the day, we come back to ourselves and say, did I address my issues? Am I able to take what I'm learning from this world and apply it to my life? Because we have templates for how to run a city. We have templates for how to create a community. Because all of that is already in place. But on a personal level, we don't. We think our personal problems will work themselves out or we can put them on pause and then revisit, put them on pause, but we really don't go through them and clean them up, which is why we carry stuff which adds to stress. 
We want to please others. We want to do the right thing, which may not be the same as what we actually wanted to do in the first place. So then our issues just grow. It's never easy to confront ourselves. Do you know how they say when there's a problem, follow the money? And you'll find out why. When we have an issue, we need to follow the truth. It's not easy to follow the truth. Because to follow it, we actually have to tell ourselves the truth. We have to be like, hey, that is true. I did do that. I did say that. They may not have taken it the way I meant it. But wow, I really did say that. I could see how someone could run away with that statement. Whatever it is. But once you say that, ask yourself, why did I say that? What inside of me made me say that? The first I want to say out of, let's say, there's steps to following your truth. Because there are. There's seven of them. First one, obviously, is to admit it, right? Acknowledge that you said that. Sometimes we try to stay in denial of that part of it so we can never get to number two. Well, I didn't really mean it. Well, they took it out of context. Well, they're saying this and they're saying that. A lot of partners do that. They don't want to admit to the other partner that they did something wrong. They can't handle the fact that wrong is even in their mind. But if they were to really be honest and say, yeah, I really did spend too much money this month on things I didn't really need. Then you guys have something to work with because then your partner could say things like, well, it didn't really help matters, but why did you cross that line in your mind? Like what made it okay? Now you have a conversation. But if you stay in the denial and say you didn't realize they overcharged you, I've heard that one, I can't believe it, but I heard it, and start blaming the retailers and start blaming the people that you purchased from, and you start spinning plates around each other, you will stay at number one until the truth comes out. Follow the truth. The minute you say the truth, the entire swirling tornadoes of energy just stop. It's like the clouds go away and literally the rainbow comes out. I know it sounds so corny, doesn't it? But it's true. And then from from just admitting it, acknowledging, saying what your intention is, I think I have a problem. I know I shouldn't be doing this. I don't need a fifth pair of jeans. I don't know what made me buy them. Made me feel good in the moment, but then it like 
made me feel sick while I was driving home. I knew you were going to get mad. I knew this was going to happen. Wow, maybe I set myself up because I don't feel like I deserve love. So maybe I created this situation so I can prove to myself that I don't deserve love. I don't know how to be happy. So I sabotage myself. I I, I set these landmines. I know it's going to go off. As soon as you get that bill, I see the bill come in the mail. I see you open the envelope. I see your face when you fall apart. I know it's coming, and then I wait for the argument. And then I fight you. Because I won't admit to you that I just did what I saw play out happen. That I just did. You think about that. Sometimes we do it with our kids. We're embarrassed that they may have saw something we did or they see us overspend or they see us not take full good care of them or we have them fend for dinner for themselves or we don't want to help them with their homework and we start blaming them or we start a fight and then send them to bed without dinner or homework. This pandemic has brought out a lot of stuff. Because whatever it was we were doing or whatever it was we were getting away with, because time just didn't give us the time to play out these scenarios, are in our face. And we are learning new coping skills, new ways to deal with things so that every night isn't stressful. So acknowledge the situation. As a parent, you may say, wow, I'm really pushing my kids because I actually don't want to help them with their homework. I tell them, go figure it out. You should know how to do this. It's hard for me to switch gears from working to not working, not getting paid, and having more work to do. That's the truth. Parents have been blindsided. Now they've become teachers. They also now can see They can see how their kids learn. They're learning to learn their children. So let's say we acknowledge the situation, whatever it is, overspending, overworking for less pay. Just say, this is a tough situation. I am responding. I'm reacting without thinking. So how can I get to number two? How can I develop a plan? Well, bring the people involved in the picture. And if no one's involved and it's your own issue, like overspending, and you don't want anyone involved, you're embarrassed still, develop a plan. That this is how much I get a month. Do I need this or not? For real, will this be in a garage sale a year from now? Spending make me feel good and or powerful. Why do I do this knowing it's going to cause trouble? So now we go through the whys. 
And you start to brainstorm these ways to deal with the situation. What do I do when I drive my car to that store or click on that website and start putting things in the cart? Maybe I should leave them there for a couple of days until the newness of the idea wears off and I learn to make it through those feelings of needing, needing, needing. What's missing in me that I need, need, need? And break that cycle, leaving it in the cart and going away. And see what happens the next day. I had somebody tell me, and talk about how telling this is and how impulsive we've become in this one-minute world and one-minute society. Tell me that once they put it in the cart, one woman said to me, I can't even remember if I actually bought it or not. I went to go see what date it was going to be delivered, and I realized I did not purchase. So that high of clicking was starting to get broken. Because she was so used to purchasing that when she didn't purchase, she actually thought she did. Isn't that kind of crazy? And she said, I knew I was going to get in trouble. But every time I get a gift on my porch, it's like Christmas. She looked at her purchases as gifts. Think about that. Why was that so rewarding? Because she was gifting herself. And in those moments, that felt good. Good enough to withstand the trouble that she knew she just created that nobody knew was coming yet. And then she had to live with that, like, oh, man, it's going to hit the fan as soon as that bill comes. So what did she do? She went through and figured out how much she can spend a day without hurting the family. And she gave herself a choice. I thought this was quite clever because she's so gift-centered in her brain. She can let it all add up and get one big thing. Or she can get little things every day, however she preferred it. But that in there, she had a choice. A part of her had a hard time having a solution for the problem because her adrenaline would kick in between the time she'd make the purchase and the time her partner would find out about the purchase. Then I asked her to do one more thing. I told her to add up the previous 12 months of what she spent and on what. And it wasn't easy. You can go through your credit card bill, but she had to see it. I said, what could you have done with that $2,000? What could you have done? What would you want to have done? want to have done in her mind she never saw it as adding up she saw it as gift along the way like someone who eats a piece of chocolate cake every few days or so that's how she viewed it the actual stuff didn't even matter 
as much as the purchase. Because after she went back to calculate, I said, where is that stuff now? A lot of it was in the drawer or in the closet, and some of it still had the price tags on it. She didn't even wear it. And after you have it for a while, even with the price tag on it, it's now old. So that little dopamine hit that she needed was the problem. But look at how far it goes once you think it through and try to develop a plan. Because when you have to deal with a situation, you have to talk about that situation. You have to like pull out all the little, I want to say the nuances in our brain that make us do things that are super weird to someone looking from the outside, but completely normal to the person doing it. It's like with food. Keep saying you want to lose weight. You point out everyone you think is skinny. You call yourself weird names for being heavy. I'm like, but you made a choice. It's not one you like, but you still made a choice. And the only person who can change that choice is you. And the only way that can happen is by developing a plan. Because the third thing to do in the ways of accepting the issues in our lives is to really look for help when necessary. Like, you know you're going to overspend. Your partner knows you're going to overspend. You guys do this every month. It's a song and dance. But why don't you say, can you help me this month stay on track? Now they're part of your solution. Now they know your intention is to kind of try to figure out why you're doing that, why you're overeating, why you're overspending, why you're uncomfortable spending so much time with your children. A lot of it is because you just never challenged it. And then the fourth thing, you could just change what you can first. Like maybe I'll leave that credit card at home. Now with internet buying, maybe I'll put it in a drawer. Maybe you'll carry my credit card for me. Got to come up with something that allows you to help yourself help yourself. Nobody can do these things for us. That's the... The issue, you know, like when people want to lose weight and they partner up, you both still have to do your part. But it's motivation when you're with someone because now you have something to measure yourself against. And even if it's with your partner, maybe it'll be to see how much each of you can save rather than how much each of you could spend a month. And what if you listed all the stuff you normally would have purchased that you didn't and celebrated how much you saved that month? There's always another way to look at something when we're ready and willing. So you accept and understand your intentions. You develop a plan. You get help when you need it. You change what you can. And the next thing is 
to truly point out what you know you can't change in the situation. I'm still going to need to pay for stuff. We still buy groceries and gas. And, yeah, so I still kind of need my card. What if for the first month pulled out cash instead of used your card and paid for everything? Because when you use cash, it is sobering. When you put $100 down in cash, it is different than just swiping a card and just knowing it's going to add up. And, you know, your credit card bill is usually $1,000 at the end of the month. But that's okay. That's our expenses. I'll just slide this in. No one will notice. And then someone notices. But when you pay with cash, you are dealing with a whole nother animal. Even putting gas, you're like, wow, gas costs $40 to fill up my car? Wow. It's different than just seeing the numbers accelerate and then you pull your your card out and you're done. So identify the fact that you can't change the fact that you have to spend money or you still have to eat. But let's say when you eat, same thing. Instead of the cash, Ask yourself how much nutrition is in the food you're eating. Is this nutritional or not? And if it's not and you're eating it, you know you're not doing right by yourself. And after some time, you will will stop trying to do that to yourself. And if you keep doing it, you have to ask yourself questions like, do I really care? Is my trying to diet making me eat more junk food because maybe I'm rebellious? Or maybe I have that going to start tomorrow thing, developing a plan, identifying your situation, asking for help. Help would be that you or your family members don't bring that junk to the house because if they do, you're going to fight yourself all day like I did with the donuts when my daughter was moving and they brought that box of donuts and I kept thinking, oh, man, if I could just have a bite. But I knew I couldn't just have a bite. And I knew I would be mad at myself for the rest of the day. That's funny. We are funny. I couldn't change the fact that that box of donuts was there. But what I could change was how I thought about it. I had to walk myself through that door that kept saying, You're going to feel horrible if you do that, and it's going to set you back because now you're going to crave this and crave that, and your whole day is going to be about that. So number six would literally be developing coping skills to deal with your feelings, the feeling that you're gifting yourself, the feeling that you'll start your diet the next day. Telling yourself, everyone's kids are home. We're all trying to figure this out. And I know I can do that. It's it's hard. It's kind of foreign to me to be so involved with their school. That was usually left up to the teachers. Have that talk. That talk with those feelings. Like, hey, feelings. This really does stink, doesn't it? 
we can find a way to where I can maybe do a half an hour with the kids, get them started, get the ball rolling, give them a plan, and we'll go from there. I could always Google an answer if I don't know how to do something. We can figure this out. It's different than, oh, my God, here they come. Oh, my God, we got to do homework again. i got to start a fight and send them to bed. That's a tough call because now we're dealing them to deal with conflict with conflict. Now you got to go back to the situation. Am I creating conflict to deal with conflict? You are if you're overspending. You are if you're not eating the way you actually want to. You are if you're pushing your kids away because you don't know how to deal with them this much. Develop those coping skills to be able to have a conversation with your own feelings. Because the last thing we can do, the last template piece that we need is to look at what we can gain as a result of doing what we wanted to do. If I don't spend so much money on things I don't need, I'll be able to get something really great that we do need. Like maybe we'll be able to buy a built-in dishwasher for our kitchen. Maybe we'll be able to get a second car and afford the payments. We start thinking bigger. Or if I lose weight, maybe I won't have to take medications for blood pressure. Maybe that pre-diabetes they tell me I have will never become diabetes. Maybe my walking will help my heart. Maybe I'll just be healthier and I'll be happy that I'm healthier. What will I gain? If I sit with my kids, I'll get to know my kids better. Yeah, it's not easy. It may not be fun at first. But look at what we have gained. Go back to this whole year, because in March, it will be a year and a month. We've had shutdowns and opens, shutdowns and opens, loss of jobs, help or no help. We've somehow made it. We've had to hear about death every single day. We had to appreciate our health every single day. Breathing. Because that's the one thing it's it's affecting. So when you take a breath, you're like, wow. Because they say, wow, breathing was so easy. I never thought about breathing. Now I can't breathe. What have we gained? Because what we think is who we are. If we see what we have learned, we will continue to learn. If we deny who we are, we will continue to deny. But with denial, we have a choice of acknowledgement. 
There is a way to be happy during issues. Just by telling yourself it's okay to face this disappointment. I still have this to be grateful for. Look at what I've learned. I may not have liked how I learned it, but look what I learned. Understanding that things are rarely as bad as we may think they are. Like Christ said, if someone were to follow you all day long with a video camera, you would realize your day is not as bad as it ever was thought to be in your mind. Your expectations affect your happiness. So keep them realistic in every situation you're in. What is the best that can be done here? Knowing what you can control and not control is where your freedom is. I can't control it, can't do anything about it today, but I'm going to do my best. You guys, what a way to start Monday morning. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow. Have a happy Monday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.